Welcome to the Pokes Podcast, the official podcast of the College of Arts and Sciences here at Oklahoma State University. I'm Erin Weaver, CAS Communications Coordinator. Today, I'm joined by David Steichen, a CAS senior from Tulsa, studying microbiology with a minor in environmental economics, politics, and policy. David is the CAS Fall 2023 Orange Gown graduate. Each semester, one honoree from each academic college is chosen to wear an orange cap and gown at commencement ceremonies. David will represent CAS by wearing the orange cap and gown and leading his classmates into the ceremony while carrying the CAS banner. David will also be the first CAS student to receive their degree during fall commencement, which will be held at 10.30 a.m. on December 16th, 2023, inside Gallagher-Iba Arena. David, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and about your degree? My name is David Steichen. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. My major is microbiology with a pre-med focus, and I have a minor in environmental economics, policy, and politics. So what is the goal? What's long-term? You said pre-med, so med school. Yes, the long-term is medical school which I recently got into OU Medical School. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. And so right now the plan is, if nothing else changes, to go to the OU Tulsa of uh, the School of Community Medicine and get a medical degree there. What do you want to practice? Do you know? So that is also the tricky (laughs) question. (laughs) There is a lot of options. Uh And I do want something that can help combine all of my interests of uh, the environment and of medicine and of microbiology. And what's that gonna look like? I don't know for sure, but some specialties that are of a particular interest to me are pathology or epidemiology, just anything that's focusing on diseases or something that has like a community aspect to it. That's awesome. I was gonna ask you how kind of policy and environmental um, protection kind of plays into your interests there. So how did you come involved with that kind of aspect of pursuing that in your degree? Yeah, so it was actually two separate interests Mm -hmm. before and I just kind of had to figure out a way to combine them. For a long time, I'd been interested in specifically sustainability and environmental action. Ever since like high school, I was like looking for ways is like, oh, maybe I can bike to school or (laughs) figure out how to like recycle. And I liked like reading about economics and theories about how to like change human behavior to uh, make society more sustainable. And I, this minor really spoke to me just because it had that policy and that economics aspect to it. I think one thing that I read, like the Freakonomics book, and that just really, yeah, within my microbiology degree, I couldn't pursue any of that interest in economics. So this just helped combine some of my side interests. And I had time. I came in here with a lot of hours. Oh, that's awesome. um, And I didn't really want to graduate early. I liked school. I didn't want to either like rush, do a ton of hours and maybe graduate a year early. I wanted to spread out and have some room to explore other other interests and have that ability to maybe I would find something I liked even more than microbiology and yeah I really did find a really good passion with the environmental some of the best classes I've taken at OSU has been from those degrees such as like environmental sociology and environmental policy it was some of my favorite classes of just looking into the history and the thought process and the philosophy of environment and how we react to it that's awesome so 
you know, we're here to talk about graduation and, you know, you've reached the end of your four years at OSU. So um, you're a fall graduate. So are you graduating early still or are you on track for your time here? Yeah, I'm still graduating just that semester early. Okay, just a smidge early, which which will be helpful, <laughs> yes. I think, with med school on the yeah, horizon. Yeah, give me there. some a little break. Buffer. That's what I was thinking is uh, I had most of my hours done is may as well take a break while yeah, I have the chance to. Yeah, give you a little buffer there for before sure. Before I start medical school. Um, So you are going to wear the orange gown for the College yes. of Arts and Sciences. So um, kind of how do you think you've come to this point in your college career? How do you think that... Um, your involvement has played a role or your academics have played a role. How do you think your experience here has rounded you out to be yeah. the Orange Gown graduate? Yeah, well, first is, I guess, the simple one is doing good in school. Yeah. It's just <laughs> trying hard in classes, yeah. grinding away, making sure that you make that a priority and learn well from your classes. And then the second is really get involved Find something that you love on campus. Find things that you enjoy doing. Find things that you will make a change. I kind of did the thing freshman year where I joined a ton of clubs. I was in like mm-hmm. f- five or six. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. And something really helpful that I did, uh, which I like recommend everyone else, is just narrow down those things to what you love doing. So those for me is I love doing Greek shows. I've directed a lot. My favorite is the Freshman Follies through the Greek life. Mm-hmm. That was just something that really enjoyed both the technical aspect of making music, but also just the friendships and just that community from those shows. More on the environmental side is within the Student Government Association here. Mm-hmm. I was the sustainability director, and I worked a lot through that through either tailgate recycling, working on a green student initiative, which is like a grant project, and basically just spreading the words of for like environmentalism, for sustainability, just making sure that students know what's happening on campus and like how to recycle and why caring for the environment is important. As related to your major, did you do any research um, in your time here or um, have any specific involvement with microbiology clubs or anything like that? Yes, yeah. So. I was a freshman research scholar. Incredible. And so with that, I was able just to freshman year get started writing a lab, and I stayed with that lab for three years. And it was Dr. Avi Mitra's lab, which I really enjoyed. He was an amazing mentor to me. And the project was iron utilization in microbacterium tuberculosis. Interesting. Yes. So what does so. that mean? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the difficult part. Is <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean after that? Uh, so yeah, we have the bacteria, Mycobacterium tuberculosis. It's the bacteria that causes tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. It's still very prevalent to this day in like Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. and so it's really important for us to learn all about it. And of course, iron is very important for all forms of life, so it has to get iron some way. And we're kind of looking at those iron channels, so just growing a lot of bacteria, um, changing away, changing its DNA, changing what it can do, and seeing how it changes from there. Yeah, That's something I did not know existed until this moment, just now. Um, you know, you know about tuberculosis, and you hear, like, the media and the, like, mainstream, yeah. I don't even know what the word is, but I've never yeah. put that, and then <laughs> iron, and then how it gets to... Yeah. To be what you guys have been researching. Or, yeah, you just hear it as, like, an ancient old disease. But right, it's still yeah. very much 
still around and yeah. very impactful. Well, I know people have to like get tested for it if they're working yeah. in like in a hospital setting or anything like that, or have to stay up to date on their vaccines. Yes, I had um, to get the little bubble in my arm for the. You to did? Be I was gonna yeah, ask. You yeah. had to keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I volunteered at the Stillwater Medical Center, oh, okay. so that was part of that as well. I thought maybe they had to like do that for your, do you have to do that for your lab or just. No, just a lot of COVID testing <laughs> during that whole period. Yeah. yeah, and that wasn't the only lab I was in. I did mostly like a remote lab, but it was creating a framework of environmental data points and human health data points, like smoking data, uh, mortality rates, the pollution level, and just getting all those data and putting them on the map of Oklahoma and seeing which Oklahoma counties have like higher rates of pollution and seeing if that correlates with health problems and other things like that. So yeah, that was a very interesting lab that got started my interest in like public health and community aspects and how you can view environmental problems from a further out perspective and seeing just really the impact that these environmental harms are having on communities right here in Oklahoma. So was there any takeaways from that? Anything you learned? Anything you can share with the group? Yeah, just there's a correlation of if a Oklahoma County has higher rates of poverty, it has higher rates of death, higher pollution, just those, those are all correlated. If you're in a poor region, you'll won't live as long and you'll have worse environmental conditions. Yeah, that's just one of the big injustice is that environmental problems cause that Mm -hmm. makes me really passionate of trying to help fix them and trying to see like the root causes of those problems. And yeah, that kind of plays into my interest of economics and policy is like if as a doctor, I want to change those like foundational aspects, I'm going to have to understand how the policy works, how, how to make laws, how that process works and the economics of yeah, money also is a very large part in making those yeah. decisions. So it's very important to know how the money flows, how that money causes that change, and how to get people, how to get farmers or anybody else to change their behaviors through economics or public policy means. And that visualization of having it on a map and being able to point, this is what it actually looks like. Someone yeah. can see it, and maybe that's influential for someone down the line to see, oh, well, there is research that shows that what I'm doing is causing a negative harm, and hopefully that um, that work there will help in that regard. Yeah, and I had <laughs> one more research experience over yep. the summer. It was the CRISP, the Cancer Research Immersion Summer Program okay. <laughs> through OU. Okay. And that was just a summer last summer. And what was really interesting about this one, it had a – Native American health equity component to it. So my research was over how different chemicals can impact rates of pancreatic cancer. And part of the health equity component, though, was hearing speakers from uh, Native American leaders or health experts and even going down to Tahlequah uh, to the hospital there Mm -hmm. and seeing just the differences of health. And part of the reason we were researching is pancreatic cancer is that Native Americans have higher rates of pancreatic cancer than any other racial group in Oklahoma. And trying to understand that correlation is like, why is this rate so much higher? Mm -hmm. And that was another amazing 
research experience that ended up in a research proposal, not research proposal, a research presentation at the end of it. Yeah. Just getting more used to sharing research and meeting other people in that field. Do you, would you say research experiences have kind of helped line you up for med school or do you think there's another aspect of your college career that's really helped you and kind of stand out in the crowd? When you're applying to professional school, you're amongst hundreds of thousands of others who are pursuing that same goal. But so what do you think it was about your experience at OSU that helped you stand out? So a lot of people do research. I don't think that was the particular thing that made me stand out. I think a lot of it was that it all had that environmental components and also just my other activities outside of research Mm -hmm. because a lot, yeah, a lot of students do research, but I don't feel like a lot are also involved in the student government Mm -hmm. working on environmental problems. And the other big one is I helped found a club my freshman year called Green Greeks. Green Greeks. Yes. So that was kind of in response to a lack of sustainability initiative within the Greek community. Okay. Yeah, just my freshman year, I was figuring out like what was the best way to get recycling bins to all the houses. And the best long-term solution in my mind was just to create a club. Yeah. And I think that's been the thing that I have been most proud of as I leave OSU is being able to create that club and leaving that legacy of sustainability within a community that before did not really have it or yeah. is not really known for it either. Yeah. I think about all the pomp that went in the trash. (laughs) Do you have any insights on sustainability with homecoming and pomping? Yeah, so we do, (laughs) definitely doing our best. What we have been doing, what we started implementing is we do a a trash, like a neighborhood cleanup, Mm -hmm. because a lot of that pomp- Ends up in the road. Ends up in the road. So what we have been doing is we have an event either, usually like a week or so after the pomp all has to be down, where we just go out into the community and we just pick up all the pomp and pick up everything else just to help lessen that impact it has on on still water. So what do you think is your most proud accomplishment? Is it Green Greeks or is it another? Um, One of our cleanup events had around 150 people. Oh, wow. And that was just a really exciting moment for me of just how many people came out and is passionate about this and Mm -hmm. wanting to be a part of this club and wanting to do that. And another long-term project that we just were able to finish and just starting to get kicked off. And unfortunately, I have to leave before I can see (laughs) most of it is we built a community garden within the Greek community. Really? Yes. And we're starting to at least try to plant some vegetables and first using it as like a learning opportunity just to get people more connected with gardening and just seeing how that process works and hopefully donating those vegetables back to the university for the food pantry for the students as well. Yeah. Where's the garden? So the garden is in Tower Park, which is just a very small park that's... uh, What is that? University in Walnut? Yeah, just around there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think you might be the first person who knows what Tower Park is. I drive by every morning on my way to work. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And most people are just like, where is that? So, yeah close to all the uh, fraternities and sororities should be just a quick walk. Um, So hopefully it's exists and maintained and hopefully grows in the future. Yeah, you'll come back for homecoming down the line. And I started that garden and now look at it. It's a jungle and all grown up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So what kind of advice do you have? I'm sure you've 
you know, I've I hear the when I ask students, you know, what piece of advice do you have? They're like, don't schedule an eight a.m. or you know, use your planner. And those are like very that's good advice. I mean, that's reasonable advice. But do you have any um, words of wisdom for incoming or current cast cowboys that are looking to you know make a mark on the university or um, not have to wonder if they made a difference? Yes. So yeah, even though throughout this entire podcast, I like talked about all this, uh, all these different things and all like these things are, I am involved with, but I could say for certainty, it's a lot better and a lot more impactful if you find something specific that you're passionate and work towards that. Yeah, something I haven't really mentioned is like all the other clubs that I had to quit or all the right. things I had to give up uh, in order to make all these things happen. Yeah, I'm not in my research lab anymore, and that's a, another decision I had to make. So I could focus more on Green Greeks or focus more on, yeah, studying for the MCAT is make yeah. sure, explore your freshman year. It's going to be crazy anyways, yeah. but it's a lot more better for you, a lot more better for what you're involved in, because, yeah, a lot of the people who've been involved uh, with things that I've been in charge of a lot of them are also involved in a ton of other things. Yeah. And I, I've seen what being involved in too much could do to you. It just stresses you out and makes you just not very reliable or good in those clubs that you yeah. are involved with. Well, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if yes. you poured your cup into all these buckets and you have nothing left. Yes. So yeah, overall, find something that you love, stick with it, and that is the best way to make a change and the best way to have a good and fulfilling college experience. So what do you think your time at OSU and your um, experience within the College of Arts and Sciences have done to prepare you for the rest of the world? I mean, you kind of hit on it, obviously, with helping you find your passions and kind of helping you um, leave your mark on the university and those things. But how do you feel like your time in CAS and at OSU have really – helped form you, I guess, into who you are and help you um, down that road? It was very much the community of both the students Mm -hmm. and of the teachers who really push you to the best person you could be. I I would not be where I am today if I had not found the mentors and my friends throughout this university, whether my research mentors Mm -hmm. or just professors that I've just emailed like, hey, how how do I build a garden? And they've always been very helpful, always been willing to make a meeting with me and give me resources and t- give up so much of their time just to help a student. So I think it's really just that aspect that we're all just kind of in this together and that there are so many people who, yeah, they see what you're doing and it's like, hey, I want to help you. And mm-hmm. just that spirit has been super influential on me and who I want to be. Yeah, CAST is the region, reason I got started into research. I've really loved and enjoyed all of my classes. And it just gave me that opportunity and that flexibility to explore outside of my major, outside of my college. It was a pretty easy switch for me, even though my minor is inside of another college. Mm-hmm. Just my advisors and everyone have helped it really well just to make it work. Yeah. yeah. They've been supportive of you and all that stuff. Well, I'm curious now, you mentioned you've reached out. How do I build a garden? You know, how, how do I get started on yes. this? How do you build a garden? How do you kind of how to, you don't have to tell me all of your yes. secrets, I guess, if you want to keep some cards close to your chest. But Well, I think <laughs> just in general is people are a lot more willing to help than 
you think. Mm -hmm. So how to build a garden is you ask somebody who already knows how to do it. <laughs> That's how you do yeah. it. <laughs> and was that a faculty member here that helped you kind of set Multiple that up? Multiple people. Yeah. There's a faculty member. There's other students. Our Daily Bread, they had a garden manager. Really? Yeah, who came out and like helped test the soil for oh, me awesome. <laughs> in my area to like have the right soil composition. Yeah, feel yeah. free to ask around. Yeah, even anybody in the Stillwater community that you might know, just yeah. no matter how much you want to accomplish, you can't do it alone. There's a big reason why I formed a club is I knew that the Green Greeks Club is I knew I would not be able to do everything I want to do alone. And you're, we're only here for four years. Yeah. And if I left, there would have been nobody to continue. So yeah. you've been involved in a lot and you've done a lot. How do you balance it all? You know, any, <laughs> yeah, any things going to require sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I had to take a step back from a lot of my clubs whenever I was studying for the MCAT. And there's some clubs that I wanted to focus on more than others. There's never like easy and one easy way to just do everything at all. There's right. always going to be you either won't have as much time for friends, you won't have as much time for sleep, you won't have... <laughs> you gotta prioritize time, that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so first, yeah, first of all, make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. if, if there's something that's taking up way too much time and you can't do it, it's okay to quit something. Yeah. Is a big thing is sometimes it can be scary or like even if you like promise to your friend to do it, yeah. if you can't make it work, um, you just have to quit. And the other big thing is staying motivated, just making sure that what you're doing is also still enjoyable. Make it fun. If, if you're picking up <laughs> recycling, yeah. picking up trash, have a good attitude to that. Don't, don't be mad. Don't be saying like, oh, these other people in my group aren't yeah. clean up well enough. Is, uh, if you don't have a good attitude with it, then that's also not sustainable. You can't yeah. do that long term as well. And that you're keeping your priorities, keeping what you want to do in the long term ahead of you just to keep you motivated and right. keeping you on track for where you want to go in life. So what keeps you motivated? I'm curious. Yes. <laughs> what, what keeps me? Yeah, what keeps you motivated? A lot of it is just wanting to just leave any place, any community that I'm in better than the way I found it mm -hmm. is just a good rule of law. I was taught that way back in <laughs> Boy Scouts. <laughs> yeah. Just leave every place that you go to better than you found it. And that can mean a wide variety of things. And I just was able to find my way that I loved caring for the environment. Mm -hmm. I loved the community that I was in. Yeah, having others who care about what you do and who believe in you, Yeah, who support you, those mentors, those are super important. And I'm very lucky to have those and to have those people who push me along. So, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and what you do today impacts what you do tomorrow and you look back on it and you're, well, I could have done this or I could have done that. Is there anything that you would do differently about your college experience now that you've been through it and you're about to walk across the stage and kind of wrap that up? Is there anything that you would do differently? There's definitely things that I failed at and that did not go as well as they could have gone. But I've had a couple of events for the for like SGA that like one or two people show up or yeah. just in my personal philosophy, I never tried to regret anything yeah. oh, that I yeah. do and that I... Well, I look back and see how I could have done it better for next time and how th everything just could have changed. 
I, yeah, part of that motivational thing is not getting hung up on yeah. things like that. So even if it does fail, just keeping it as like, what did I learn? What, yeah. what could I do better next time? But yeah, I would say if I would have had changed anything, there were still a couple of clubs I hung on a bit too long yeah. when I just should have uh, left them a bit sooner just to be able to have less time or have more time yeah. on things I really do care for. But everything that I've been a part of, everything that I've been involved in has taught me something and has really been helpful for forming me who I am today. Any other pieces of advice, words of wisdom, anything you're excited about, anything you're sad to leave behind? Of course I'm sad to leave OSU. It's just yeah. been a great community, so many opportunities, so many people here. Um, yeah, some of my favorite things to do is meet and talk with other leaders on campus mm-hmm. and seeing what they're doing. I will definitely miss that aspect, but I'm very excited to see what the next stage of my life has to do in, with medical school. And yeah, seeing what type of doctor I'll end yeah. up to be is, yeah. I still don't know. So I think I've given out a lot of advice already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Possibilities <laughs> are endless. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's so much you can do here at OCU. Whatever you want to do, there's an opportunity somewhere out there. And if you can't find it, then you have the capacity to start it yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you can't find what you're looking for, start it yourself. Yeah. I thought you were going to say if you can't find it, you're not looking hard enough. No. Oh. <laughs> but no, it's true. You could start. There's yes. so many clubs here that are just such for such a variety of mm. interests. And so I do believe there is something at OSU for everyone. But if it's like, Green Greeks, you said you yeah. found a need and you filled the need and look at what you're going to leave behind. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, David. I really appreciate your time. And um, it was really great to get to know you and kind of um, hear about the impacts you've made on campus and see where the future takes you. Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah. That's it for this episode of the Pokes Podcast. Thanks to David for joining me on the show today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at OKStateCAS. Thanks for listening, and as always, go Pokes!